Welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. <laughs> happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you, friend? You guys, we are actually recording on the day. The, like one, New Year's Day. 1-1-2020. One, 1-1-2020. One, one, the best day of your life. Of your fucking <laughs> whole existence. Or the... The first day to the best year of your life. Of your life. According to everyone on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I like how everyone thinks that just one day into the future is going to change the shit life you've had up until now. I don't mind that. It's not even like the hopefulness. I find it very inspirational for me. (laughs) What it really is, is it's, I know... Some right. fucking douches out there are like because 2020 is obviously like right. it just goes together. I think we right. like seeing things in pairs, like you know, like yes. two eyes that are the same shit. Yes, shit. like yeah, just like it, right. And I just think people are like, "This is it. This is this it. This is my year." I'm like, "You're still like thirty grand in debt. Like that shit's not one and old I'm not year." To be negative. Oh Honestly, no, I I am all for saying goodbye like yeah. to an old year. I'm all for New that. Year. New year, new me. New year, new you. New just me. I always say, just don't go too high with the old New Year's resolution, right? Because sometimes you go too yeah. high. To you you go for the the high fruit when you need to go for the low hanging fruit. Go after something like you know, instead of saying, this year I'm going to learn to love my family better. Maybe just pay off half a credit card. I just love it when somebody's like, I'm learning a new language. Yeah, because again, financial philosophy. Again, you're too high up on the tree. Just stay down here on the floor. Just reach for some low hanging fruit. It's so funny to me too when like regular people who like have regular jobs are like, yeah, I'm learning a new language this year, and I'm like, oh. Mm. Okay, that's nice. Uh, who doesn't want to like just right. learn a new language? Right. I guess I just for me, I really like things with a point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right no, no, it's true. Like, what? What are you learning it for? Yeah, and they're just like, well, just to know it. And I'm like, well, well, that's just that's silly. silly. That's just okay. silly. Now we're just goofing off. Now we're just wasting our own time. Now you're wasting my time with your resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. I'm, yeah. I'm almost on the bandwagon. Like, 2020, I can tell, is going to be... Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm a right, big believer right. in... Uh, and this is mostly because, I mean, when you come from a... Uh, a good background and then a humble background and then a good background and then humble. When you've been humbled in life, when hu- life has humbled you, okay, we're just uh, <laughs> you tend to be more uh, on the wavelength of a, I am going to make this year as uh, my a good as year as I can make it. Yes. And I, I do understand with that, yeah, right? Bad things will happen. There will yeah. be good lumps with the bad lumps. Yes. Uh, you can't hide from that, right? That's just 100%. life. Um, but I choose to stay positive this year and I choose to yeah. always stay looking forward hopefully and not looking back and really trying to keep my eye on all my prizes this year 100 percent, which is why i never get too far into the um the resolution game i do love setting goals but i set goals for myself monthly weekly daily and so i'm not always super 
um, inspired by a new year. Yeah. Just like the beginning of it. The right. Tick, the, the tick over to midnight. No, it's, it is always nice to have like, okay, it's a fresh year. Let's start out. But I don't like, uh, pretending that just because mm-hmm. it struck midnight that yeah. the entire decade has not existed. Like, oh, we've got to acknowledge yeah. some things, right? We've yeah. got to still acknowledge. Oh, yeah. Now, I think it's always a good jumping off point being like, what are some good things? I I tried to do that this year. I wrote down what are some of the strives that I made, yeah. some of the things I really want to work on um, in the next decade of my life, and where I'd like to see myself in a lot of different aspects, right? But, um, but where I'd like to see, not things I just want to work on. So I'm not writing down necessarily for me. I'm just speaking for me. I'm not going to write down, like, by the end of 2024, 20, you need to make sure that you have uh, uh, read all of uh, Gandhi's uh, preachings. All the Jane Austens, because they're classics. Because they're classics. And learned a new language for absolutely no fucking reason. But And <laughs> get my skin the way that I want it to be this year. I'm going to get right back on the fitness train. Okay? And I think I might grow my hair out. Like, I don't need all of those things. People I just, you know. Their bodily functions or goals. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It just, like, fucks me up. It's just like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'd like to take two shits. Right. A day instead of instead one. of one because I imagine that it would feel better. Right. I imagine that my mood would elevate. <laughs> and you're not wrong about all these things. No, I mean they just are, don't like, need to be a goal. Science says, but like Correct. I don't know if that's in my 2020. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will say, as far as wrapping up, it's kind of fun. The new 2020 thing is fun because we are wrapping up a decade. A decade that our kids will talk about. Right. Which is really funny. And I think they're actually going to have quite a bit of ammunition, right? Right. From 2010 to 2020, we have gone through a lot. And one cool thing about my own personal life is from 2010 to 2020 was my entire decade of my 20s. Yes. I'm wrapping it up. Oh, wow. That... Oh, wow. So that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I was 20 years old in 2010, and I will be 30 in six months. That's that's really great. So that's pretty cool. And that I is pretty cool. And I have to say, uh, I'd do it again. R- wrapping it up. 2010 to 2020 was... Um, Wild rides. Years of fun. Years of fun. Tons of fun. The, my last decade has been pretty great. It's been a good decade. I've had a good decade. Nothing to complain about. And I'm on the old up and up. Like, oh, I am. Um, I think if your little life decade looks like a staircase, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're doing it right. They're gonna ha- you gotta flatten out. You gotta have you do. some yes. some low tides, and then you get that little peak. Yes. And you kind of cruise there for a while, and then you get that little peak, and you cruise. Now, if it's a down staircase, now that's going to require an intervention of some sort, maybe uh, yeah. a counseling session. Yeah. Maybe that's a goal that you can put <laughs> like in a twenty twenty. You know what if I mean? I don't see enough interventions lately. Intervention. Some people, hey, and not be negative. But <clears> some <throat> people say that those are the best things of the world. True. <laughs> well, it's rock bottom. Truly. It's yeah. it's actually you're so rock bottom that it took another group of people to get together to tell you that you are rock bottom. I always was so curious about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, with the intervention thing, Ian and I for some reason were talking about it and I'm like, do you think they know? Or do you think it's like a wild ride? Like when they No, they're like, just like, uh what's what what is everyone doing here? Because I used to love to watch that show intervention. Oh, it bums me out, man. But like, gosh dang it, if they weren't having 
fun, you know? All of them look like they're having a blast. They were like, oh, hey, barbecue? <laughs> no. Okay, yes. Do I like to go in the bathroom and do a bit of crack? Sure. Am I... Am I bothering anyone? Am, <laughs> sure. <laughs> am I blowing it in my new fetus's face? Absolutely. It's happened. I can see some concerns you may have. Uh, but am I fun at the barbecue? Was it really necessary? Okay. In your last decade, how do you not remember me... As being of just a blast, a ball of fun. I mean, in this last decade, both me and you have gotten married. Yeah. We have left behind some relations. Yes. Gotten married. Yeah. And um, I will have a second child. A second child within the within the ten years. Yeah. It's good shit, man. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I think we're probably better off than we've ever been. Started a podcast. I mean, yeah, it's been a great. Decade. I have no complaints. Can you imagine 10 years ago, us being friends then? Could you even have imagined? We were friend, friends almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine yeah, thinking think 10 years like later? Eight years ago, mm-hmm. actually. Eight, eight and a half, nine, because I knew you uh, two years before Bill and I were serious, serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, because I was with another. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like to be able to, you know look back with boyfriends and then go, oh, that was that decade. Well, that's when you know you have a good friendship because you're right. going to know exactly when I'm like, oh, that guy. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> I remember. Oh, I remember oh, that one time. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. No, for sure. That is uh, one gr- great thing about boyfriends. They're like period pieces. They really are like period Truly. pieces. Truly. I totally agree. Yeah. And you know what's hilarious is I even have one of these. Some you totally forget about. I mean, I have forgotten until I have literally had them come in as a patient and been like, oh, I should probably recuse myself. This is inappropriate. I, okay, but before I go, it starts with an R, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. is it a Richard? Are you a Ralph? Uh, Gosh dang it. Uh, help yeah. me out here. Help me out here. Yeah. You know, you're like, I know you from somewhere. Uh, I just don't I, know where. Well, what, what hurts me is not when I will like utterly forget them, but when they walk into a situation like that where right. like, we're face to face, I'm like, oh my God, you were like a huge part of my life. <laughs> And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I just don't care about you at all. Oh my god. Like, gosh. I have no idea what's going on in your life, and I truly I have do a not high care. School boyfriend. Yeah. Who we dated for three months, who like still fucks with me more. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Because like, I'll see things, and I'm like, oh, could have been us. Could have been us. <laughs> And then I'll have somebody who I dated for years, and I'm like, fuck, man, what was I thinking? You weren't thinking. That's the problem. There was no thought going into any part of it. Oh, so... Anyways, how was your New Year's? You know, a funny thing about New Year's (laughs) and traditions... Yes. Do tell. um, How many are you allowed to have? How many traditions are you allowed to have? Yeah. I mean, you could have as, like, you mean just traditions in general, like from Christmas to New Year's. Yeah, like for like heavy hitter, like holiday things. I think you get one and you got to pick what it is. You got to pick, is it New Year's Eve? I mean, Christmas Eve, yes. Christmas Day, yes. New Year's Eve, or New Year's Day. Like, you can't just be yeah. taking all four. You no. can't just be like, I'm here for all the I holidays. I have a problem with my family, my new married in family, whereas okay. they are, they're tradition hogs. There's no 
And I'm trying to say the they're nice like, way. Uh, they're like Groundhog Day, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I'll be seeing uh, yeah. you. I'll be seeing you at 5 p.m. Literally. You know what and time we cut the Groundhog's Day uh, so, cake? Like, I remember when Ian and I first got together. You're not keeping track, right? Because that'd be insane. You'd be like a crazy person. Yeah. I'd right. be like, oh god, right. I thought we just did something, but whatever, right. you know, like oh this is fun, and then they're like, oh well, we always do this, and I'm like, right. oh well, that sounds that sounds nice, you know, right. like at that time in my life when we first got together too, it's not like I had like fucking ton of plans on the calendar, right? right? I was just like <laughs> right. banging this dude out, having the time of my life, right? right. <laughs> And then his family was really nice. Like, oh, do you want to go Christmas tree, Johnny? Oh, do you want to fucking drink pecans at midnight on New Year's? You know, like all this right, like right, cutesy right. shit. Well, now that I'm in the trenches, like marriage, right, two kids, a house, and a life deep. Right. It's too much. It can be too much. And frankly, I think it's fucking rude. And you know why? <laughs> Is because I think that people get to be allowed to create their own traditions over time. Out of nowhere, by the way. Out of nowhere. Like, sometimes, you know, I know the timing didn't work out this year, but remember the Friendsgiving that everybody did? Oh, my God, yes, yes. I was really hoping to implement that. And, I I mean, and traditions can have years that aren't, like, totally, you know, they don't happen on the day at the time and yada, yada, yada. Right. I don't... Just like this year, we had a lot of the girls from that group have babies. Almost... Every single one of them oh within, within a month of each other. Ba- we had right? a lot of people move. We had a lot yes. of people have babies. Yes. We had people being pregnant. And nothing is worse than when you're like the hosty friend being the pregnant right. one. Right. Because it's just not great. It's not the same. It's not the and same. And frankly, there's a sliver of selfishness there where I'm like, I'm not having all of you party in my house without me, even though I'm there. But I'm not really there. Right. I'm not really there. I'm not really there. <laughs> and I'm there anybody in who loves me knows exactly what that means. Yes. But... I just think that it's important if you are maybe like a tradition person to really open your eyes and to really see that um, not everything that you like to do matters in this world. Yes. More. And I'm I'm not saying it very nicely, but I have 44 days until this baby comes out. Um, We're going to have... Four more episodes with me on here, maybe yes. five, if we get our shit together. Yes. And I love you guys, and I can't wait for my brain to get right, but, like, I just have to say, it kind of goes to show with, like, New Year's resolutions, too. Like, if you're the type of person who has to, like, write everything down every year and then be constantly disappointed, I feel like when you make all of these traditions or maybe some of these resolutions, right. sometimes it's important to really just, like, take a step back and be like, hey, maybe... We shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, and sometimes it's it can be too much, right? Like, I have a few friends that do this. Um, they Their families are very large and in charge. Yeah. And so they are like, we have a before Christmas where we do the friends and the family. Mm-hmm. Then we do the actual close, like, family, extended family, family like yeah. cousins, blah, blah, blah. And then Christmas Day, we do... The close-knit family. And then the day after Christmas, we all do our day after Christmas shopping where we take the Christmas tree and we get rid of it. It's like, it doesn't, everything doesn't need to be a goddamn tradition. Pick one thing. You really hit One fucking thing. Just one thing. This is what I explained to my husband and I could tell we had, oh, sorry. I could tell we had a real aha moment together. Yeah. Because there was a lot of family time. Right. Which he used to correlate when he was a child. Correct. Which is natural. To relaxation. You know why? Because no one expects the children. To do anything. To do anything. But now you're an adult. Now you're an adult. And I cannot tell you how I could see him getting, like, flustered. Because you know what's really nice in what I like to call the blackout week between Christmas (laughs) 
and yeah. New Year's. Uh-huh. It really is. People are like, what fucking day is it? Right. It's like, we just stopped partying, and now we're partying again. Yes, yes. There's a, there really yes, is like, this weird disorientation mm-hmm. that happens with it. I could see him like looking around, trying to grab his relaxation time that <clears throat> doesn't exist anymore. Right. But the important thing is, is I'm like, Ian... The key to relaxation is doing things on your own time Correct. as an adult. Correct. It is not about the hustle and bustle of these traditions. I love a good tradition. Obviously. I will do fucking weekly tradition with you, right. which is obviously this now. Right. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Right. Right. Like we to really enjoy something, it has to be on your terms. Yes. So when you are constantly faced with other people's terms, whatever tradition it is, you guys, whether it's your Christmas, your New Year's, anything. Whatever it is. But it's on somebody else's terms. It then becomes, it's called tradition, but really, it's obligation. It is obligation. And who doesn't hate fucking obligation? I don't know. Half the month? It, it's it's that's pretty intense, right? Um, I don't know I, if you've seen it yet, but I have a few months ago. I was talking about the show Working Moms. It's on Netflix, yes, and I, I absolutely love, love that show. Love but if you remember, they have an episode where one of the main characters, uh, the one who just had had the baby and was working um, in advertising, I can't remember her name. Very funny chick, but she had a girlfriend who came into town because every year. On their birthday, they do their birthday together every year for the last 13 years, and it has to be, like, this big thing. And they go out. They, she's, like, she's telling her husband, I don't want to go. Like, I just want to be home with my baby. Mm-hmm. I just literally want to sit in my pajamas for my birthday this year and do nothing. <laughs> but I'm so scared to say anything to, to her and, and and worried about hurting her feelings so much so that I'm willing to go through this All entire this production, a surprise party that we throw for ourselves that we well know about. We're doing Blow, she, they're, they're trying to do blow in the bathroom. She fucking does blow. She puts on her panties. The blow fucks her up so much that she falls off the fucking toilet. It's like, why am I doing all this when I could just go home? I, and, and I don't know why as adults, and I'm obviously guilty of doing this, where I will continue to go along with something year yeah. after year after year instead of just saying... I love you as a person, and I love spending time with you, but this tradition totally. actually is becoming a pain in the ass. Yeah. You enjoy it. I am not enjoying this tradition any longer. It's actually, I'm actually, I don't, it's the one thing I don't look forward to during whatever block of time this is. You make it miserable for me. So I guess with 2020, with like truly the idea of mixing in like the resolutions with this kind of traditions issue. Right. Is for me, as I'm trying truly as a personal goal, whether it's 2020 or just like this has just been a goal for me for a while, is I am trying to be not softer, but just really understand where another person's coming from. Right. And really dive into some Mm self-sacrifice because I've always been very good at being direct, if not too far over the line. Right. I have hurt a lot of feelings. Um, I think we definitely share that trait. Yeah. And a lot of times it's unknowingly. You can do things. A lot of times when you have a very direct personality. The reason we don't feel guilt or I don't feel guilt over it is because I know 100% it's never malicious. Never. And I always know that I have no problem saying no. But one thing I do admire about certain people, actually on my in-laws side, on a positive note without this tradition shit, is... They are such loving, giving, sacrificing people that it has taught me some lessons and how that ultimately benefits you as well. Right. It makes other people feel really good around you. It really opens up the doors for people to ask you to help them. And I do love helping um, other people. I genuinely do. I don't like fucking my day up. 
And that's been that. But I need the boundary. My goal, personally, has been finding the boundary between allowing myself to step out of myself for a little bit right. to help others a little bit more freely. Right. While maintaining my solid boundaries of, like, that actually right. doesn't work for me. That is a personal goal. So with these traditions, I agree with you. Like, where is the line where you can just be like, okay, this is not serving me. Right. And when it's not serving me utterly, how can I be of service to you? How could I be excited about? Because here's the thing. Ultimately, with traditions, the whole point of a tradition is to create memories. Yes. And in those memories, I want to be able to look back and feel good about that memory, right? Oh, but my God. But have you ever that looked at a picture? That is a great point. And you see yourself smiling, and everyone's like, oh, my God, remember when we went to Cabo? And you're like, yeah, I remember that fucking picture. I was seasick the entire fucking time. We lost fucking Rachel. I- I'm talking about the things the photo doesn't show. The photo is is capturing a moment, but I'm talking about all the things that led to that moment. And if you're not happy in those moments leading up to it, what's the point of the photo? What's the point of being together? Because when I look back on that memory, I'm going to have jaded feelings about said thing. At least you have some feelings towards it. I was looking at a picture of something that we were doing the other week, and it was like, I didn't even know where I was. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. You have had a... But in, in, in your defense, I will say... And I wasn't pregnant then. I just don't remember. You guys have uh, two large families who definitely love to do a lot of things together. Typically, you don't find that too often. Typically, you honestly find one side or the other, right? So you have the husband who's like, fuck, I'm always going to my wife's family's bullshit. Or you have a wife who's like, you know, my family's introverts and I'm going. But you guys have two very big personality families. And I can tell you that is extremely hard to navigate. I'm lucky in the sense that my uh, in-laws are on the other side of the country. Yeah. And I say that without no shade. I love my mother-in-law. I would no, love my mother-in-law is. to be here tomorrow, but I know that my <laughs> life will become truly more busy and truly more obligatory. Yes. Because she would she would be around and I would feel obligated to do these things. Absolutely. And I'm not saying the obligation is bad or good. I'm just saying an obligation is an obligation. Yeah, that is very true. Obligation doesn't always have to be bad, right? Because no, when oh, you step your not. toe out to do right. something you're obligated to do, I think it shows you're reliable and you show up for people and all of these things. When it's an entire month out of the year, essentially, and yeah, I mean, obviously I realize it's not an entire month, but these key days it feels, like, feels it. like the whole month. It feels like the whole we month. We do everything in December built up around fucking Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And then moving on to New Year's. And then everybody kind of like really taps out after. It's like people die. It's like you could have been hanging out with yeah. a group of people for that entire month. Yeah. And then it's almost like they just died. Well, you people don't like see to dry again. out. The, it's, it's, a, li- it's, it's a lot. They, they like to dry out. I, I'm going to have to dry out. It's a lot. Inadvertently. It's funny that we kind of dove into this and not in a negative way. I was just, these were some of my personal experiences. No, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to the new year working on some, working on some boundaries. Just, yeah, with being kinder, though, because I've never had a problem being like, nope, you got to go fuck yourself, dang it. See, I have the opposite problem. So for me this year, my boundary is going to be saying no more often, because I think what happens is I am such a guilt-ridden person coming around that I consistently, that I constantly 
feel bad about saying no about something, even though I know it is the most beneficial thing for you and I, and sometimes just for myself, right? And saying, no, I'm not doing anything wrong, uh, nothing bad, but I instinctually feel just awful. So I'm really working on that in the new year, just making sure that I, I mean, I'm not working about it. I'm not working on it in the new year. I'm just working on it in life. Yeah. You know, it's just one of the goals that I have for the next decade of my life is to, because I don't, um, there, I don't know, for some, something about being misunderstood, right? That yes. doesn't, that yes. doesn't sit well with me. And I think as you get older, you do realize that you want to be remembered, um, a certain way. You want to be remembered a certain way. And I don't ever want anyone to ever think that, oh, you know, maliciously when they look back at me and I don't want someone to go, you know, she was a really nice person, but Jesus Christ was that bitch malicious or, you know, I, I mean, obviously we do this podcast for a lot of comedic reasons, but we are two different people when we are not having a mic shoved in our fucking faces, obviously mm-hmm. some of the things and the examples we talk about are extreme, but in our everyday lives, I think we are very giving nice people. I actually disagree with you. I feel like you are <laughs> exactly who you are. <laughs> I, uh, maybe I'm just misreading it. Or, I, I mean, I understand. I do agree, like, on the podcast. Yes. Like, for, you know. To really drive home points, we do use yes, extremes. Yes, yes, But, no. No, I, but I obviously am who I am. The, give or take a few things. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if you see me in the streets, I'm still going to say this shit. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be misunderstood at all. Everything okay. I've ever said, I 100% believe okay. and came from the bottom of my tiny little heart. Right. I'm just saying that, obviously, when you meet me, I'm not on 100% of the time. Yes. Is my point. I'm not yes. 100% on. So you're yeah. not going to meet me and I'm going to be like, uh, they're going to be like, hi, my name is Trisha. Nice to meet you. And I'm going like, well, to be like, I'm going to be like, uh, Mamba here. What's up with your banks? What's going on with your shoes? What's happening <laughs> yes. with that vest? Yes. Like, okay. I okay. just wanted you know to clear I mean? it up for the listeners. Who fucking taught you how to parallel park? By the way, I also saw how you did it. You did it frontward instead of backwards. Oh no one gosh. does that. Can I share Please. an amazing story from Absolutely. last night? Yeah. The only one I have to share. Okay, sure. You are going to love it. Okay. Listeners, you're going to love it. So, I am officially eight months pregnant for another week. I will be entering month nine um, this Friday. So exciting. So exciting. Um, the reason I'm sharing that with you guys is because I had a stank-ass attitude. <laughs> Um, which a lot of people who have endured pregnancy would understand that. And then a lot of women, whether you have kids or want kids or don't, I don't care, um, can imagine it. You right? can imagine you it. Can you're imagine tired. It. Mm-hmm. You're cranky. Your body's not really yours. My husband is really obsessed with, I even gave him the out. I said, I want you to go up to this family tradition of yours by yourself and maybe just have a nice time. How about I keep the baby? I'm going to take a nice hot bath. I'm going to be in bed by 9 p.m. Right. And I just, and my husband, I seriously am so grateful for him because he would rather have me be a stank ass up in his family friend's place um, and still be with me than the idea of me being home alone on on New New Year's Year's Eve. Because you think it's a good idea. I really released him. Like, there's a time when you're like, oh, you can go. Bye. Bye. And it's like the challenge. And And there's like the, but I'll kill you. Right. And then there's like the, please leave me alone. Please. Right now. Like, immediately right now. Like, I just want to to be alone. Be alone. Like, when I yell in the house, I want no return. I just, like, want you to go. Right. <laughs> nice. We've all been there. Come back. Come back. <laughs> but I need you to go. So, anyways, he drags me up there, 
and I meet one of, he has a very good friend who lives in Seattle and me and him always just hit it off. He's just fabulous. And he has some fabulous friends, okay. if you will. And okay. he brings them up. And I don't know what it was about me and this particular guy, but you know when you immediately are like, we are interesting personality types yes. together. Yes. And I was trying to be kind of a little bitch on purpose and like very quiet and very observative. Not trying to be You were in your feelings. Because I was in my feelings. In I feelings. had asked to be left alone. It was a you hard no. You left I was, alone. I wasn't alone. In fact, right. I was surrounded by, by more people by more people than I had previously asked for. It wasn't their fault. Right. It was just, I was I was in my feelings. You said, I want a party of two. Mm-hmm. He said, I hear you, and I'm going to give you a party of nine. Yeah. Right. And sometimes when you're husband of the six pack looks at you as you are rolling <laughs> through this world on your last leg of your right. pregnancy and actually says, I don't give a fuck right. how you feel. You want to light everyone on fire. Oh, I, I th- think you're and, 100% correct. And I'm better than you. Yes. <laughs> and you are worse than me. Like that. Uh, people who do that are we, the same people talked about it, right? who hit the flight attendant button right before they, like he goes, we're descending Put on your seatbelt. Yeah. You're the bitch that hits the light right. and then goes, "Can I get a Can I get a water, bitch? We are landing." So, yeah. So he proceeds to say, "Well, oh my gosh! Like after a long flight, and I understand you're a tall man. Um, I actually have like an old athletic injury. My knee. I can't even sit through a movie, th- right. a true movie, without uh, if it doesn't have the recline and decline." My knee is throbbing by the end. And a right. lot of people share that similar experience, True. right? So, fuck off. Right. You know, you signed up for a six-hour flight, and you will sit your ass down for the next 15 minutes while they safely escort people from side to side in a proper etiquette manner. Right. And you will sit down, and then you will get up, and then you will grab your bag um, with your ass not in my face. Right. <laughs> so, this could have just been, like, a laissez-faire thing. Right. He disagrees with me politely. I um, oh he disagreed. He thought he said oh, I just early we, standing oh my is okay. Gosh, sometimes I just I have to stand my legs, my legs. And I said, but what's twenty more minutes is my question. Okay. Anyways, go on. And, and go so on. so okay. I was obviously not. That was the next right. step. But I said nay. Let's move Cause on. Because you're working on your twenty twenty you. Yeah, I'm working on twenty twenty right. me. Right, it's thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Mere minutes from now. Mere minutes from now. I'm a new I'm supposed person. to be working on my new persona. <laughs> what am I doing here? I'm a big start now type. Right, right. Like, God is obviously presenting these so, hurdles for me early on. So then we move into the other portion because I was like, well, let's digress to, or let's digress to something I know everybody hates. Right. Which is people who have to back into parking spots. <laughs> And before, okay. Well, I when can you say that, like not parallel parking, you're talking about a regular parking spot. No, backwards. People, some people have to parallel park, right? right. That's the only Obviously. option, right? No, I'm talking about like in a parking lot and or parking garage. I hate it. You are going to because you might need to get a quick get out. <laughs> you are going to fuck a yes. lot of other people's time and schedules up so you can park backwards. Park backwards. It's, it, it aggravates me. And before I can even get it out, he's cracking that smile. Right. And his friends, who the main guy who had lived there, right. brought him up, um, who we get along just wonderfully, are they're laughing right. hysterically right. because he obviously has to back in to spaces. Uh, clearly. Which he just, I mean, we're, we're still jovial at the moment. It's right. not like there's not a lot of bad blood there. There's no tension yet. And he's just laughing because he's like, we would not get along, you know? 
and I was like, are you in Fast and Furious? <laughs> like, what are you, in tech? IT? Yeah, like, I believe that's what you said. What are you trying to do? sales? Honestly, you I have mean, a pussy. You, there is going to be probably no what? reason why you're going to need to make a speedy getaway. I said, what? Wh- why? For what reason? For what reason? And Unless you don't know how to back up your own vehicle. That's the only <sighs> reason why people do that is if you don't have, if you bought a truck so big that you actually are too scared, your depth perception is so shitty that you can't even back it up. Then how would you still, why, how could that argument that collapses on itself because then you still have to back up into <laughs> the parking spot to begin with? You can't even tell me it's because you get insecure about your depth perception because there's two fucking cars on the side of you that says otherwise. I mean, this is true, but how many of those people do you see that do it in one fell swoop? No, it's because not a lot. No, I'm right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm never. saying. Okay. okay. I see you what see what I'm saying? saying? Yes, they usually yes, yes. do it in a multiple, multiple in, out, in, out, in, out bullshit. So these are just two examples that are firing off. Right. That he's like, I do all of these things. Right. New Year's is hot on the heels. And I am just really making a name for myself with this man. <laughs> and my, the, the only main conversation I had all night was truly about people that I hate. And Right. You were like, and by the way, if you I want to hear more of one of them. <laughs> You're like, and by the way, if you want to hear more of this, tune in every Friday. <laughs> to the hate journals, which is ironic, but I just, we say to get off our chest to actually stay more positive than anything else. Really, truly. And um, he was cracking me up. And then the last example, due to travel etiquette, was early plane standards, meaning like if you're boarding group C and they're calling A, why are you there? Why are you there? Why are you hawking me though? Why are you're you? not even, they haven't even called C yet. Why are you hawking me? Because to me, if I'm an A, I'm going to tell you something. I will set an alarm. It is more important for me to pre check than it is more important for me to get on that fucking plane, okay? <laughs> I want to be an A because I want to be able to look down at you like a fucking peasant. Do not come in fucking, I am A23. <laughs> Back the fuck up, B1, okay? They have not called your grip yet. And I don't like when you start, when they start early checking in, like, like all the A's haven't been, sir, you know the drill. You gotta wait until all the A's have, are halfway through, then they call group B, and then the lowest of all, C and D. <laughs> if you get C and D, have you ever seen someone's reaction when they do their pre-check? And they're like, oh my fuck, I forgot to make a pre-check, and they do it, and they're like, oh, damn it, got D. You know, I don't Can mind break a soul. if it's not A for me, it's trash, right? Right. So then and I'm so, fine. Then I'm fine. I'll be Anything the last else. fucking person on the plane. I prefer to be the last person, to be perfectly Pers- honest. And so that's what we were talking about. He also disagreed. He He's the guy who, who likes to get on guy? the plane. It's just some guy. <laughs> just some fucking guy that I had to share an important 2020 with. 2020 moment. Just some fucking guy. I literally could not tell you his name. Yeah. And that is not... Um, no shade. Not No shade. And not to even protect his anonymity. I like, just, you just can't uh, remember his name. not there. Right. Right. And uh, I... I This is a lot of hormonal rage talking, too. But I just thought it was really funny to share with you guys that I... Uh, sometimes when you do these obligations... Um, 
just bad things happen. Well, you know what I'm actually so <laughs> curious about? Because I'm more curious about if he, what does he believe? Does he believe if you're in, if you're boarding B, that you should be able to stand up with A and just like hawk them the entire time like they're in a he, zoo? It, the, what I've noticed about people like this, because I'd say he's a very pleasant, polite individual. Well, I'm sure he's a very nice person. Um, I mean, I say that nothing, and I don't know who the fuck he is. Right, right. But yeah. like, honestly, I would tell you, I'd be like, this right, dude was a real trash. piece of shit. Right, no, right. but he was not. It was just funny how he lives his life because you can tell there are people who are utterly consumed with their own comfort and okay. their own little bubble. Their little bubble in okay. the world. Okay. And they're not outwardly malicious or anything. Right, they're not course. jackasses. They're just, it's really them. And you could tell he was honed in on, like, he wants to. When he exits a parking spot, he just wants to so, f- fucking nail it. Nail it. Boom. Just boom. <laughs> he just wants to Tokyo drift that thing. Yeah. And when he sits down in his seat, even though he's going to make at minimum two people. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. And because you know he's an aisle sitter, too. Well, you know he's an aisle sitter. And you also, let's all keep in mind that everyone gets swamp ass in any flight longer than three hours. Mm-hmm. You have swamp mm-hmm. ass. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. thing. You go from it maybe being cool outside mm-hmm. to being warm in a plane. Yeah, it's moist. A lot of, a lot of moistness, a lot of heavy breathing on planes. People, a lot of mouth breathers when they're sleeping. Okay. So you're going to put that sort of ammunition into someone's face after being on a long six-hour flight. And it really hurt me, too, when he said, like, he has to stretch because I could not imagine he was taller than (laughs) (laughs) 5'10". So, but that's the bubble he lives in. Like, his legs are just so long. He's just like, I gotta get these, I gotta get these giraffe legs out of here. Stretch. Right. And by golly, if anyone's gonna stand in in his way. Yeah. And um, I guess... I just don't view the world like that. I view it like I have my purpose and part here and right. very much my place, and I feel well and good about that. But I truly, at the bottom of my heart, believe I'm no better than anybody else. Absolutely. And I, it, Absolutely. I think I personally demonstrate a level of self-awareness yes. that I wish other people demonstrated. Now, yes. other people demonstrate acts of selfless love and compassion and Absolutely. empathy and hard work that I want to mirror, that are right. inspirations to me. But if I I imagine somebody was looking on me in my own daily life, like, I do go out of my way to pick up trash on the ground. I mean, I'm not out here with a fucking <laughs> garbage bag and a pick, you know what I mean? But like, in my salon, if there's something around my building where I oh, want it to be presented I'm nice, not trash, so I will pick up trash. Exactly. Trash and I'm just being. using that as a small Samaritan gesture. Yeah, do that for you guys. Um, and you know then also, mean? like, if I'm on a plane ride with you for six hours, yes, my asshole is just going to be my asshole. It's not. Gonna I'm be never going to be your asshole. And now yours, right? In this general region, which is your face. Well, I'm five four. I'll hit you right in the face. Right in the face. I'm going to get you right in the chin. And you know what hurts me is like you're six one, dude. So you have to stretch those legs. Like your butthole's right above my forehead, literally. And I know what's happening. I don't like it. Mm. Um, I really wish people would adopt the attitude that we got told when we were little kids, which is what I typically do when I leave the home. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm in public. My mom used to say, sit the fuck down. Okay, just sit down. Shut up. Just sit the fuck down and shut up. And when we're ready, I'll fucking let you know. Okay? I'll give you a fucking cue that says, hey, little bitch, we're fucking ready to get off this fucking plane. Until then, don't touch shit. Don't look at shit. Don't be all annoying (laughs) the people around you. Just sit the fuck down. Play with this iPad. Here. No. I charged it, bitch. 
listen, little bitch, play with this iPad, and you just put in your headphones, yes. and I will awake you, or I will give you some sort of hand signal by snatching your earbuds out at the quickest <laughs> of quick to let you know that we're ready to get off this fucking plane. Okay? But until then, you just sit there and shut the fuck up. So when I get on a plane as an adult, I put my AirPods in. And I sit there with my own personal iPad. And then when the lady comes around, I am ready, right? I don't wait for her to hit my knee. Okay, by the way, people who do that also, putting your knee out in the fucking aisle, when you clearly see it's drink time, bitch, get that bitch back in there, okay? I get ready, I take my AirPods out, and I get ready to give this woman a yes or a no, okay? And then I put my AirPods back in, and I either go to sleep, and I just shut up, I just shut up until the end of the goddamn flight. That's it. Yep. I'm with you a thousand percent, and I do think we were raised similarly. Like, when we were traveling as a family, um, it was just, like, a very similar thing. It was, like, you took cues, and then I don't know how my parents must have done it, but or if maybe it was just, like, a level of common sense. But I just would wait for the person, dare I say, in front of me to then file file out whether it was a drink order or whether we were getting on or off the airplane. No, it's always the person you can always know. You're like, you can oh. always know. And you can see a head moving up. You can see the whole row. And I love plane standards because I'm like, do you think they're going to get the jump on you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, like, if they're exiting aisle by aisle, let's run it. Like... <laughs> Well, it's also that, and the only reason I also have such a large, I really do actually have a very large issue with people who stand up too early, because those are the same people that will lean over you and grab, they have the nerve to try to grab their fucking luggage. You're like, are you fucking joking right now? Are you joking? So you're going to go above nine women and men and hit them in the fucking head. How many times have you seen someone get nailed in the head by someone's (laughs) fucking luggage? I have seen a couple of them, but you know what really cracks me up is I'm like, I already know. I'm like, you don't look like an athlete at all <laughs> your arms are very weak sir like you don't look like you've been on that 2019 grind at all not to mention From half of J1. you don't even know what 50 pounds actually feels like because they go to the fucking airplane and when they check their back they go a few like don't you know what 50 pounds of about 50 pounds fucking feels like that just tells me that you do not know how to lift that shit above your head <laughs> 2020 is gonna be good for oh, us 20 <laughs> How was your New Year's Eve? My New Year's Eve was fucking great. I hung out with my fucking man. You know, Keek was with her girlfriends. They were, like, watching movies. She was so cute this morning when I picked her up. She was like, we. it just reminded me when I was her age. Totally. She's like, we were trying on dresses, and now I'm a dress person. FYI. Yeah, my okay. birthday's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> um, she was like, we just listened to music, and we just, like, had a blast. Like, we watched scary movies, and, and, you know, and I was just like... she just had a blast. She just had so much fun. Ugh. Yeah. Such a fun age, because there is a still little twinge of in- innocence in them, where they're yes. like, what happens between, like, mm, like, eight and midnight, right, is they're, like, good, good little girls. They're just, like, right. giggling, and then they're like, ha, 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 right. and trying on dresses, and watching scary movies and, and then, then literally like, in six once, more months yeah it's gonna be yeah into a year so this is part of my journal entry this week yeah and i wouldn't say hate necessarily but alarmed uh it's probably a better word <laughs> i like it so you know i've been off and yeah. i've had a lot of things for the podcast we've been doing i've been busy i've been a busy little bee okay busy. um and so while i've been off Sometimes when I am off, my circadian rhythm is completely fucked up, right? Like, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, the bewitching hour, and I have no idea what to do with myself. I'm like, I'm wide awake, Bill's asleep, Keek is asleep, who am I going to talk to? The dogs are asleep. Like, the whole house is quiet. So typically what I'll do is put my AirPods in, watch an old show, just so I can kind of fall asleep. Nothing that really engages my brain. 
So I'm cycling through, and something just like popped in my head. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna restart Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Good old Dawson's, the Fair. DC. You know, yeah. haven't watched it in years. Yeah. When I watched it when I was younger, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is bad. Wow, wow, wow. Here's my issue with Dawson's Creek, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that these children are literally the same age as Keek is yeah. right now. Currently in her age, that is how old they are. Yeah. And one of the main characters is fucking their teacher. Yeah. They are having it adult was it was adult conversations. And when I tell you that I guess my Here's my thing. I just, when I was that age, I did not see anything wrong with the show. I was like, oh, this show is the bomb. Lit. I want to know what's going on with Joey and Dawson. Why does she keep climbing through that window? Yeah. Girl, get a new man. Like, loved that show, right? Now, looking back as an adult, I'm like, this was so fucking inappropriate. How did my parents allow me to watch a bunch of 15-year-olds fucking? Uh, and they'd be fucking, too. No, they'd be fucking. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of that Canadian drama, the one where Drake came out of it. Okay. That, right? Enough said. <laughs> when he ended up in the wheelchair? <laughs> I just think it's so funny. He's so hard, and he was a Canadian kid soap opera star. He was a soap star. And his music is fire, too. Like, oh, I, I love Drake. Love Drake. It's just really hard. When I, I, I can't think I of can't the think, two. I can't think about I him think about in the wheelchair. Se- he, he, he loved me. And then he's, like, riding and then in he's the like, wheelchair. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, I found it really... Like, I know that as I get older, there's going to be things that... Because right now, I don't complete what Keek watches. I see some of the shows that she's watching, and some of them are very... You know, they seem very kiddish. So I'm not, like, going and doing research. I mean, she obviously knows about sex. She has a fucking period, for God's sakes, right? 100%. But now I'm like, do I go back? Do I go back now and look at some of the shit that she is watching? Because I thought Dawson's Creek was fucking run-of-the-mill. Just, I'm not joking. Like, it was, we were into episode three when he started fucking his teacher. And I was like, what is going on on this goddamn show? Right. What the fuck is happening? Like, I was watching it like, this is a show that I would watch right now as an adult if you just sped the timeline up to 28. Well, I gotta say, it's, it's... As a teenage girl, she has a right to entertainment. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not trying sorry. to be like a busted parent. No, I know you're Do you know not. What I mean? But I'm like just a hundred percent. But like, let me tell you, I think so much of what we learn in life, you can't look at her even as a stepmom, you know, a mom in your own right, and look at her and be like, you can't fuck your teacher. She's gonna be like, like I was listening to on our other episode. She'll be like, why are you telling me this information? <laughs> I know, right? So, like, if she watches a show and we absorb so many things through books and media and news, you're just going to have to, like, she's 14 years old. This is, she probably knows somebody's banging out a teacher right now. I know. It's such a, I know, it's, I mean, it's, it's just it's, a hard pill to swallow. I think swallow. it's just a hard pill it's to a hard swallow pill for to you swallow. because, yeah. honestly, I don't think you should, that she deserves to sacrifice her entertainment level <laughs> for your comfort. <laughs> she- <laughs> She ruined Dawson's Creek for me. She has ruined Dawson's Creek for me. Because when I watch it now, you I'm like... so much, and you would never want to see her in that position. In but, any of the positions that well, any of these characters are going through. Well, think about you felt, too. You were watching those characters as that, and you were like, God, I really don't want to feel like that. Maybe. 
<laughs> no, you were like, why can't I be the teacher? She seems so fun. This seems if, like so romantic. Yes. Is my point. It's what I would have, at that age, truly. No, I know. With little direction would have been like, oh my God, this is so cool. Look at the drama it's creating, right? Look at the drama. Look how everyone's concentrating on this. Like, I'm just saying, if you didn't have the right... Well, it, it's very similar to, um, what was that other One Tree Hill? Yes. Remember, like, Dawson Street. I was like, what is One Tree Hill? Dawson's Creek? Redone? Yes. The only difference is, is that, no, I guess you're right. They started out the same age, right in high school. Right in high school. Ian is rewatching Smallville right now. I love Smallville. So, everybody did. When you rewatch it, um, equally as horrible, by the way. <laughs> um, but these... <laughs> I mean, these kids are going through some major issues, and I think it's just really cute because as younger kids, we really do want to feel like adults. Yes. And so you start to absorb a lot of this information. So I wouldn't uh, just leave her Netflix account alone is what no, I'm trying I, yeah, to I'm say. Leaving it like, I did talk like, myself leave down. Leave text messages and potentially... <clears throat> no, no, I still do that. I still do like, that. Normal I, stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. if you see a show pop up there, and like, unless it's literally like, am I a lesbian question mark... <laughs> Just let it let it lie. I'm not always let it lie, but I guess it's just so it's funny because I never thought that this was one of the things that I would be so obsessed with, or it would bother me so much. Like right. when I was watching the show, it was upsetting me to watch it because I was just picturing her in any of those predicaments, and I'm just like, I don't understand what's happening. I think too, we're cresting on a new part of adulthood, right? Right. Where you're like, oh man, that time of being a child and carefree is gone, and you just 100%. want these little kids. And I consider people little kids until they're like 20 now to just really enjoy that time. I found myself telling a 20 year old like, oh, you got plenty of time. Oh, God. Did you shiver? I didn't shiver in terms of like and like, oh, you're so old because I did mean what I was saying. Like, oh, no, my gosh, don't rush that. But I was just thinking, like, remember your emotions at 20? How they're so all over the place. How intense everything is. Everything when you was are 20. so intense. Everything was the worst day ever. Like, how many times did you cry yourself to sleep when you were 20? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's how I got to sleep from 20 to 23. <laughs> I didn't even know they made sleeping pills. I just assumed Same. that heartbreak was the thing that you, that's how you got to bed every night. You were like, all right, let me bring up this feeling about so and so and let me cry and my then ass. And if asleep. I wasn't even sad that day, I'd just start thinking about right. the sex. Uh, right. And then uh, right back to crying. Oh, yeah. It was an emotional wreck all of the time. And no one knew. Like, if real, if, <laughs> so if an actual psychiatrist or any sort of, like, medical professional had any point just, boom, kicked in my door, walked in, and been like, what's going on in here? And I just took... Head to the, go to the head. You got to tell me what's going on. They would love locked any of us up. All of us would be locked up in insane asylums. If you were just like, I don't want to go to work. My emotions are so like. Gary just hasn't called me back. Like I we just fucked. Don't and it was know like three why weeks I ago. Have to work. Right. Why do I have to pay bills? I don't understand. No one can explain to me what these taxes are for. No one can explain. Where to me. are they going? Because I work yeah. like this many hours, and now it's like I, this is all I get. <laughs> I remember figuring out. I know. I remember finding out about taxes. Oh, it blew my mind. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Come again? Come again? Oh, I was very upset. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. They were like, remember that form you filled out when you first started? We asked for your social and... Yeah, I didn't care. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I just needed the job. That's all that needed to I happen. I thought, like, that was legitimately what I had to do to get this job. Yes. And they're like, it is. And pay your taxes. And pay your fucking taxes. Which, which by the way, people just pay your fucking taxes. Stop griping about it. We just need to pay them. I'm hitting year 15 of paying taxes. Yeah. 
been paying taxes for 15 years. I've been paying taxes for way longer than 15 years. That makes me feel proud. Yeah. I love paying for taxes as long as it's, you know, I just wanted to go to the right things. But yeah, I don't really care. Ultimately, I just pay my taxes. Yeah. It's like a tip, right? I don't leave a tip for a waitress and go, but you can only use this on applesauce and steaks. <laughs> because <laughs> that's those are, it. Those are important things to me. Those are important things to me. That's what because I can get behind. you need to get the fiber from the right. applesauce. And you need and to get the what? The protein. Yes. From, from the steaks. the steaks. Because everybody does better with protein yes, and fiber. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that was one thing that got me uh, recently that's been keeping me up uh, late at night. And, uh, you know, every, of course, everyone's been looking back at pictures of themselves from a decade ago. I need to do that. And so I, here's what I did. I didn't, uh, you know, I'm, you know me. I'm not a big, like, going to put that on Instagram or Facebook. I'm just not that. I don't, I, honestly, if I'm, if I'm being 100% honest. I truly don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck enough to -hmm. feel like I need to tell you about it, like, and put it on Instagram. I have to say, though, side note, the 2010s to 20 were good years to us because everybody who was partying in their 20s in the 2010s is significantly better looking right now. Okay, so this is what I'm touching on. So I went back, and I looked at, I went on my Facebook I went onto my computer into my Gmail Drive account. You know, that's where the, all the old photos lie. And I went back and I looked a decade ago. And then I put, I looked in the mirror. I, like, I took a picture of myself. Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, still got it, bitch. <laughs> Not a motherfucking thing it. has changed. If anything, bitch, you got better. Yeah. How did you fuck up and get better? I know exactly how you feel. I was very happy. So this year I want to, uh, I don't want to do a resolution for myself. I want to do like a resolution as a couple. Yeah. Like I really want to do a resolution um, as a couple and like couple goals. Like I really do. I feel like I set like mental goals, but I want to like actually sit down, write down actual goals for every piece of my life. Yeah. So for my work, for my home life, personal, for you and I, for this podcast, for all of the different little chapters in my life this year, I just find it for not this year, this next decade for me, I just want to, there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish and I really want to have those tangible goals to look at and hold on to. I'm not a big vision board person. I think that's just, if you believe in them, perfect. I think it's fucking uh, black magic. Uh, I don't see the point. No, vision boards work. You got It's a big rip-off. You got to do it, though. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big rip-off. No, because it's just like writing it down. It's just how you learn. Either you write down, I want a house with this many bedrooms with fucking windows and, like, French country shit with the big basin sink. Or you just take a picture, <laughs> stick it on the board with all that shit on there, and you're just looking at it. It's the same fucking principle. What do you think, what do you think the visualness is behind that? Do you think by visually looking at that every single day, like putting that up on the side of your, let's just say in your bathroom, do you right. think visually that is something that over time just creeps in your mind and your body yes, just... absolutely. Okay. It's just a reminder. It's the same thing with writing down a list that says, you know, make sure you work out four days a week and floss your teeth, right? If you put that next to... Even if you're not hitting all of those things, it's just always... Oh, like a con- mental. It okay. is. And some people just need to look at them. Um, I really do get behind them. Never made one. <laughs> Can I tell you this is why you're one of my favorite people? Because 
as you were talking and giving me all the reasons why I need to do the vision board, <laughs> in my, inside of my inner dialogue, I was like, this bitch has never made a fucking vision board in her motherfucking life. No joke, I Been knew tempting. for a fact. I was like, this bitch is not collaging on Sundays, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's the time. I like to was, jot it down. Was, I like to put it in my phone, like, jot it down. But you know what? Maybe you and I can change that this year. Maybe... We'll write them down. We'll put them in our in next to the mirror where we do our makeup every morning. Yeah, maybe like a loose list. Yeah, no, I've done it. I've I, when I write down goals, it really is some black magic shit because it really does happen. <laughs> we dead serious. No, okay. So so in twenty twenty, yeah, in this decade, I'm gonna write them down. I'm Where's gonna put our them, board in here? Our board's behind the lion. <laughs> I'm going to write a list of things. I'm going to put them up in the bathroom Mm -hmm. where I can visually look at them every single day. Yeah. All right. I can be down with that. We can do it. I'll do it with you. No, 100%. Maybe we'll frame them. I mean, that's... See, now we're getting too much. Oh, it's like the vision board thing. Yeah, it's like the the vision board, the cutting and the collaging is too much of a... I just like to do the most on things, I think I think that might be it. I just don't want the cutting and pasting. I don't even have paste. When was the last time you had paste? Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? So that now I've got to go pick up magazines. I got to go find paste. And I got to find construction paper. Three things I don't want to have to go do. Hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So I'm just going to do a list. I'm a list will be fine. I'm going to a picture of a Range Rover and see what happens. <laughs> Wait. I have a Range ro- ro- Rover goal. Do you know what, you're, what you're, you want your Range Rover to look like? Of course I do. Pearl white, tan interior, tinted windows. Mm. Mm. I was going more for an all black, red interior. I've got, okay, so if I go all black, I've, I go back and forth on this. Right. It's either black on black. Black on black on black. Matte right. rims. Right. Um, just mobbed out. Because I'm not going to do it unless I can fucking do it. I don't even it. want you to know who's driving that car. I want you to think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to get out and you're shocked. Yeah. Every time. Every fucking time. Um, but unfortunately, and this is a wee bit superficial, there's something about being a blonde in a white vehicle with tan interior. Yes. It just... It's There's something about being black in, in a black. Yes, oh, truly. No, I I saw Beyonce. Ask the, Kardash- I see it all. Ask the Kardashians. Yeah. They've been trying to do it. Are they black? Persian by association. One of them is like getting injections, <laughs> right? I was looking at Ky- you know what? Yes, let's touch on this hot goss. Hot I was goss. looking at one of Kylie Jenner's last pictures because. Gosh dang it, if the girl doesn't have style, right? No, she, I've never said any of them don't have style, she, except for um, Courtney. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, she is like a wet blanket. But God one damn. thing that Kylie's doing, and I'm pretty sure, so Kim Kardashian, I can't even believe we're talking about this, but I gotta get oh, this I off mean, my chest. Kim Kardashian, Courtney, and Chloe are half Persian, right? No, so they are yes, Armenian. They're, they're Armenian. Me. They're Armenian from the dad's side, the Kardashian Correct. side. Chris is a white woman. She is um, German, I believe, but she's they're a white woman. White, white, white. Yes. And then the two girls that are hers, Kylie and Kendall, are just white on white on white on white on white. Well, this is why it's Kylie looks like a, a beam, and that's why Kendall looked like. Right, and yes. so because of Bruce, to then Ken, 
Caitlyn Jenner, right? right? So two white people have a baby. What is that baby? Just white on white. I think it's white on white. Right. And I noticed her, because I'm a hairstylist, obviously, noticed that in these pictures she's doing, what do you call it, when the African-American girls... Um, glue down the hair and they shape it. What's that oh, called, it's called again? baby. It's called baby hair. So that's when you take your hair and it's essentially laying your laying, baby hair. Yes. So you're laying, laying it. your baby hair. So which sh- is a very black thing to do. By very the way. black. And can I explain why we do that? Yes. Okay. It's beautiful so, too. One of the reasons why we do that is because if you've ever seen a black woman with straight hair, just know that she has either chemically straightened it which you would have to do every four to six weeks. Well, every six to nine weeks. So they either chemically straightened it or they use some sort of straightening tool. Okay? Right. But in doing that, the root, if you are not using a perm, if you're not using a perm, if you're using a tool, then the root is still nappy. Okay? Yeah. Now, if you're using a perm, you obviously would never need to lay the baby hair. But as the perm grows out and the new hair is growing in, that little bit of hair is nappy. Mm-hmm. But you can't reperm it, right? Because you just permed it. Right. So what you do is you lay, lay down the baby hair yeah. so that you don't see. Now, if the middle's still kinky, you're not seeing that part, right? right? You're just looking at the front part. Right. And that is why we lay that. We don't do it. I mean, obviously, we do it because it looks good, like with our face hair. Especially when right. it's like swooped beautifully, right. like a finger wave. Correct. And they do it. But, but I that is the reason why. Recently, I'm, gl- I'm glad. Thank you for sharing yes. that with me. That's fascinating yes. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. was laying baby hairs. It makes no sense. And it, uh, well, it was just funny to me because she's trying to adopt. It's like, it's like borderline Michael Jackson shit. Yes. Seriously. Like you can be a beautiful, you know, woman with whatever your, your genetic heritage is. Right. right? Truly. It was just funny to me seeing that. Cause I was like, that is a very interesting look. And that's why when you hear certain races make the comment of, we're not trying to say that you're, but you're stealing our culture. Right. Right. And you're trying to rebrand it like it's your culture. Like you came up with the baby curl, like the laying of the baby. Right. Of the baby hairs. But that's something that you did not come up with. And by the way, we didn't come up with it because of it was just super fun. We were trying to figure out an easier, more convenient way to wear hair. Right. So it's wild and it almost seems a little insensitive when you see someone, um, taking your culture and then almost making light of it, right? Because she doesn't need to lay the hair for any reason. Her hair is naturally fine. (laughs) It naturally lays down. You know, okay, so, like, uh, I was watching Botched, and the guy had lip fillers, and they were just ginormous. And one of the uh, surgeons that was talking to him was like, I bet you have to put on lip balm every two minutes. He goes, no, legitimately, I have to put on lip balm every two minutes because my lips are so big and they get so dry that I can barely even separate them sometimes. And I'm like, well, right, because if you're born with big lips naturally, that's your natural lip. It is going to just be just fine, just like if you had no lips. But when you start trying to make your lips look like somebody else, your body is literally fighting you. It's like, hey, bitch. You know what I don't like? Being stretched to the max. Okay? You know what's not fun? <sighs> Having my lips split wide the fuck open. Here's what I wonder, though, is what's going to happen when she gets in her 40s? Is she going to... Because how long can you get lip fillers for? You know what I think about when I see their bodies, like, in the amount of plastic surgery? I do think that there's something correlated with breast implants and... Yes. 
um, silicone fillers and um, Botox, Juvederm, you name it. Um, I kind of think the time in your life to do it is later on because yes. by the time you're going to maybe start seeing side effects, if you're 40 and you want a little nip tuck and you want a little Botox here and there, I that's think the that's, time to start doing it is the, in your 40s. That's the time to start doing it because, you know, if you're going to be seeing effects from these things, I assume it would be 20 years down the line, Correct. right? Long-term effects. And by that time, 40, who gives a fuck? 50, 60, who gives a by fuck? By 65, no one cares. I mean, but if you're diagnosed with MS or your body is literally attacking the silicone that you put in your body at 40, people are still living. Look at fucking Jayla. We can't talk about her enough. Look at Jennifer Aniston living that good life with their beautiful bodies that uh, I think. Look at Tina Turner. Go way back. Look, yeah. at, I just saw a picture of Tina Turner, and she is 79 years old. Yeah. Tina, mother... I think she was 79. I could be wrong, but close to her 80s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She never had to, obviously, for obvious reasons, but, like, she looks amazing. Her legs have always looked amazing. Her yeah. body, like, she's kept up her body, her face, all of it. You don't want your shit falling apart prematurely. That's what I think, and I think kind of when you, when you ride it hard, if you will... Seriously, <laughs> when you ride on, the plastic surgery wave I too mean, early. at 18, too, that poor... I mean, like, seriously, no shade. She looks so good. Her her curves, her lips... All of it. All of it, who's doing it. He's top-notch. This has nothing to do with throwing shade at the way she looks now. I do deeply have a concern about what the yes. side effects will be. 20 years from now. Uh, 20 years from now. And it's not just about Kylie Jenner. There's a million of these girls who are doing this stuff to look different, to look who they are like who they are not when there are a a million other ways i'm a makeup artist i do makeup and taught myself the craft because i wanted to look different yes not significantly to the point where i didn't recognize myself but like i am a makeup girl like right when you throw some lashes and some fucking contour on this bitch it's another level another level and i mean you're a makeup girl too like we feel this Mm -hmm. i don't know it just it does um or when you're a white woman laying baby hairs down to, I, I, in a sweet sense, I almost wonder if it's so she can feel connected to her daughter because her daughter's half um, black. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, because um, her daughter definitely has, like, that hair texture that a lot of African-American women have. Yes. She um, is a beautiful little mixed baby. Oh, my God. And I kind of wonder if she's leaning more towards that look just to feel that connection. If you are doing that, though, <clears throat> I mean, one, okay, well, number one, if you are doing that, don't ever videotape it. Okay? Just, like, do that inside the house with the baby. Don't ever let anyone see it. That's number one. Because you know there's things that you say to your kid, or you do, and you just like, you know what? This doesn't deserve the internet. I don't think the internet deserves to see this. But that's just, like, Keek coming in next year, and she's got full-on braids. (laughs) It would die. And baby hair laid everywhere, from front to back. (laughs) Can I tell you what? Nothing makes me angrier than when I see a white woman with box braids. It makes me want to cut them off. I've done box braids once for Burning Man, and I actually had a new respect because I I will let it go. I will let it slide this one time for Burning Man. That is a specific chunk in time. And for that, it makes more sense. Like, if you're a performer, and as a performer... It It, it made absolutely no sense. And I'm really honing in on your point of, like, culturally, women of color do that for a reason. Oh, absolutely. It was one of the most painful, and the woman who did it for me, her name was Latrice. Oh, I know Latrice. And she was 
um, straight up. Here in Reno, Latrice. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think there's a few. I don't know if she's even still here. She's in school. She's really tall. She's like 6'1". She was in um, Milan. Mm-hmm. She's really sweet. She did them for me. Because I was like, if I'm going to get them done, I'm not. I'm getting them fucking done. Like, but they hurt. Oh, my God. And I ended up taking them out. And I thought, and it wasn't in no way. I wasn't going like the hypersensitive. Wait, thing. how long were you? Did you wear them for? Three days. What? And you took them out? Our hair, white girl hair, is not meant for box braids. It's not meant for box braids. So when you're doing it, it really is for the theatrics of it. Correct. Right? And that's fine. I respect that. Sure. Whatever. It was like my head was dying. Yeah, it's very painful. It is extraordinarily painful. And if you do not have that thick, coarse, kinky hair to support the weight of it, it's basically like a bag of dicks hanging off of your head. (laughs) Right? Long, skinny dicks. Yeah, you have to have African... Like, it doesn't necessarily hurt us. The first night, of course, the first two nights, it's tight. But our hair is coarse. No, and mine hurt, like, more the more I wore it. Like, each day, it growing out and loosening. Could you imagine? And, like, look at, like, my baby fine hairs. Right. They're like, bitch, what is happening? (laughs) They couldn't support the weight. No. Of the it's culture not. of African Americans. It's a heavy, it's a heavy thing to try to weigh on your tiny little scalp. <laughs> that is so true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were like, nope, no big deal. I'm just, pulse. just for, just for no. Burning Man, I'm gonna throw this culture on my head. No. I'm gonna see if I can just I can't, run down. I couldn't carry the weight. Imagine, imagine full time for a whole summer. It's an, it's an aggressive, and imagine getting them wet. Imagine them wet. Imagine if those dicks had been fresh out of the shower. It was wild. It was it pretty wild. It was wild. Yes. So just you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how we got on that tangent. We're with, talking. We're just with Kylie baby, with Kylie baby here. But um, I, uh, it, it's just all interesting to me. You know it is, and I hope that uh, you know women are going to do whatever they want. They're going to yeah. always. We always. It's so weird because we want the approval of men. But we're in a weird state of time where we don't want the approval of men, yet we keep shoving shit in our bodies for the approval of a man, to get a man so that he'll give us a ring. But we also don't want the implication behind, like, I still want to be a, I do a boss, babe. Also, um, just really quick, I'm going to run down uh, just really fast before we close out tonight. I'm just going to do a quick rundown of things I don't, no longer want to hear in 2020. Okay? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Uh, hashtag boss, babe. Yep. We, I thought that was happening. I just saw it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag boss bitch. Boss bitch could go like, like if I'm like, I'm a boss bitch. That's not that bad. Here's what I feel like. I feel like though you're a child, like you're a little kid saying it. Like, don't talk to me. I'm a boss babe. <laughs> boss babe is different than boss bitch. Very. So you said both. Which one is it? Uh, boss babe, I'm with you. Uh, it's out. But Shit's you think burnt. we should keep boss bitch? 100%. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm open boss to suggestions. Boss bitch has been around a long time. Boss bitch has been a long time. Boss has babe. It, has, it, has it been around for a long time? Yeah. It's in our deck in a second. 100%. Just in the You've last 10 years. You've never heard somebody be like, that chick is a fucking boss. Over the last 10 years. You, no. I've been hearing that for 10 years. The, uh, the last 10 years. And I'm tired of, frankly, hearing it. I've now, only I heard say, Boss Babe um, for the last two. Okay. I can hear you. 
okay, how about this? If you just say you're a, she's a boss. And I think it's because like she's uh, a boss. She doesn't need to be a boss bitch. She doesn't need to be a boss babe. She doesn't need to be a boss blonde, a, bo- a, a boss, like just a boss bitch. Like you are a boss. Yeah. Look at her go. Like yeah. that's it. Sometimes I like to throw the bitch on there. I do like the word bitch. I, <laughs> I know. It really, it drives like, it home. It's like a, yeah, it's like a good red wine. It, it can go with it almost home. anything. It really can. So, we'll boss keep babes that out. One. Boss, 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 bitches ba- in. boss bitch is in. Boss babe is out. You're a boss is still in. Yeah. What's your other ones? I know you have some, but um, I knew that boss babe one really is getting you. Because I don't understand. Like I don't understand how I got correlated into everything. pyramid schemes. <laughs> that is what okay, hurts so here's me. my other thing. I don't want to hear any more tummy tea. I don't want to hear any more about your tummy tea that's going to make everyone shit their brains out. <laughs> Stop selling tummy teas. <clears throat> um, let's get rid of CrossFit. Now, if you want to do CrossFit, that's fine. Mm-hmm. No, I like CrossFit. Do CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. But we need to transition now into a new era where we just are like, just work out in general. Just do some sort of physical activity. It doesn't need to be a big tire, or it can be. But, like, let's get out of that. I just, I want it to be, like, it's either a part of your life or not. Right? Like, the right. CrossFit thing went really extreme, extreme because... Too extreme. Somehow, it became very, um, like, central in someone's life. Where, like, a career and right. family kind of used to take that place. And right. then it was like, but I CrossFit. Right. And then I do these other things. <laughs> but I I'm a boss babe. Because I'm a boss babe. <laughs> also, have you heard about Arbonne? <laughs> the Fistics? Next level. They'll replace coffee. <laughs> no, they won't. Let me just tell you, I've had uh, a lot of those fistics because I try to be supportive. No, they won't. They they don't. Well, it's like we we finally I'm got past that lip gloss it, one. and I'm like, do I feel more energized? I think it's I a placebo. It's a placebo effect. Yeah. It's just like a, what was when the lip I gloss go one? to Starbucks in the morning and I order my grande blown roast right. with no sweetener, right? Splash of cream. Mm-hmm. By the time I get to work, I'm ready to work. Ready to work. It like it's. It, it can clearly it, see the two it, different. Just, you know what I mean? It's not like right, right. This tastes like cough syrup. Um, it's always also the lip gloss thing. Remember, if you wanted your lip gloss to stay on all day, you had to buy three products. You had to buy the primer, you had to buy the mm. lip gloss, and then you had to buy the sealant over Everything it. Needs a good prime, huh? <laughs> We're gonna leave You're all the pyramid schemes. Listen, let's just put them all in a, in a box. Let's yeah. leave all the pyramid schemes in 2019. Yep. This new decade lets you no pyramid schemes. As all friends, as my, a friend to you, I'm going to promise you, I never have, but I'm going to promise you, I won't try to get you hooked up with a pyramid scheme. I won't do that. I'm not going to do that to you either. I mean, it's... I just think this is a, a good moment, like me and Black Mamba were talking earlier, for a little bit of self-awareness. Just some self-awareness. Because when somebody invites you to their home, that's in your neighborhood. <laughs> And tells you how much money you're going to make when they drive the same cars you do. Not that that's wrong, right? Not, no shade. Like, Everybody the RAV4 is good. It is a dependable and everybody's car. everybody's house who lives regularly is between, you know, two hundred and $400,000, right? Right. That's a good life. I'm it's happy with life. it. That's where I'm at. Um happy and and I'm Uh happy I'm just saying like I don't like it when somebody who is in the exact same financial situation tells me how to get a leg up (laughs) this is going to revolutionize your life 
Okay. I don't know. It just fucks me up. Like, if yes. I go to your mansion in Montreux, and you're like, this could all be yours, and then you drop your husband's fucking trowel, and then it's like, see? All these things became mine. But I only believe that story if you will have a mansion, and then the next six mansions next to you are all the people that you hooked up with Arbonne. I mean, you because obviously if, need a lot of proof in the hoodie. I guess because one person, that's how a pyramid scheme works. Only one person is going to benefit from a pyramid scheme, and that is the top bitch on top, the boss babe, if you will, on top of the whole pyramid scheme. You need no, one boss ba- babe on yeah. top of the pyramid scheme. That bitch is making out like nobody's business. Right. It's all the lower level employees yeah. that have product they got to move. I got to think of one. I got to think of one and like to leave behind. I, um, I don't know if it's like a current thing, but it's just something you see on social media a lot when people are like, I'm doing me. Right? Right. Doing, doing, <laughs> doing me. me. Doing me. Like, yes. I'm going to just really be focusing on that. And I'm like, you always are, essentially. Essentially. Um, but that's a good reminder. But like, instead of just going wild with that. And I'm sure there's like some catchphrases I'm sure that trigger me. Just like do it. Just do it. Just do just it. Be about that life. I just would love to see a lot of people doing it. Doing it. Just let, you know what? Let's go back to the old eighties Nike slogan. Just I'm do so it. I'm so confused because as I love and I really do and not in like a hateful way. I really do like watching people's life progressions who do feel like sharing. No for, some oh, of yes. Some of them yes. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, bitch. all right. But <laughs> For the most part, I'm like, wow, yeah, good for you. But one of the things that I've noticed, especially when people are not even just about the decade, because I think the decade talks are really cool, Truly. right? Because that is when you're going to see like exponential growth and change. Is the people who are talking about just 2019. Oh, they're just talking about just the last 12 months. And they are like losing their minds, right? right. They're like, this was the, the battles, the battles. And then the uplifts, and then the blessings. <laughs> You're like, what happened in your 12 months? And I was like, I, I mean, I don't like stalk you on Instagram, but like, I, I haven't seen anything 12 month worthy mentioning, I to mean, be honest, from like, your posts. Not a thing. Not and, a thing. Um, and obviously, a lot of us go through inner turmoils, and that I'm sure we don't blast all over every source of social media. But I just think it's really funny that like people really had some high highs and low oh, lows. This year, people had some high highs and some other lows. And I don't know. I just, I, I don't even know why I'm bringing that up because. There no, because it's something we want to put in the time capsule <laughs> yes. for 2019. We're going to put it in the time, time capsule. Uh, one more thing. Okay. Um, I need you guys to hear me on this, okay? I love lashes. I, oh, I want to start with, I, I like wear where this is going. lash extensions. I've been wearing them since I was 22 years old. Um, I am going to be 37 years old this year, this month, this month. This month? I know. Oh, my God. So I've been wearing them for a long time. Yeah. Very long time. I'm going to need everyone to stop wearing volume lashes. If I see one more butterfly in real life, I'm going to be very upset. Okay? Um, I have seen more people (laughs) blow my weave almost off the top of my head uh, (laughs) due to the extreme lashes. I can barely see your eyes. I don't even know what color your eyes are. Have you seen the butterfly effect? (laughs) Because you're causing it. Ashley Kutcher's going to die again. Again. Like, these lashes out in these streets look wild. Now, I understand if you want a little volume, a little extra, just ask for a little bit extra. And also, don't try to run game on me. I've been wearing lashes forever. So I do know 
how you can order them. You don't need to go so extreme. But if I see one more woman in 2020 with lashes that look like she is ready to launch herself <laughs> into the sky at a moment's notice. Like she can fly away from the Like situation. she can literally <laughs> just go, you know what, bitch, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> if I see it one more fucking time. I have got to agree with you on that. You know that. what I mean? Let's I, put that in the box. I really do. It, it is so funny. Um, to touch on the lashes thing, uh, yes. the heavy hitter of mm-hmm. the night. Mm-hmm. Ladies, it is very important as a makeup artist. I'm not an esthetician, but I do have an education in skincare, certain level, and makeup. And you need to balance your face, just because. And this is serious, you guys. This is a hot tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have. To put mascara on the bottom of... You look wild. You look wild. It makes no sense how you have black eyelashes that are literally the size of your goddamn hand. And then on the bottom, just nothing. nothing. You guys, balance your face. Tint, let me give you a hot tip, True, I, I tell Tinted moisturizer. If you are a minimalist and you love getting microbladed and fucking lashes and Juvederm because you just want to be... Bad bitch. Glowing. Bad and that's bitch. fine. I support you. I really do. This is what you must have in your makeup drawer. You must have a tinted moisturizer, mm-hmm. preferably two shades. Your skin, you're going to... You need two shades. shades. are going to be blown off by this. Your skin is changing constantly. Constantly. Uh, hold on. Because uh, I just want to... Just IE. If it is summer, you should have a summer color. If it is winter, you should have a winter color. And then you if mix fall, them and you transition. Th- thank you. I am a black woman and I am telling you I have two different colors and one middle in between yes. for that weird time of the year if the sun doesn't ever come out. Continue. Invest. So, you need a tinted moisturizer. This is on top of your normal skincare routine. This is some 2020 goals for okay. take yes. notes. Tinted moisturizer. Get your false lashes. Get your Juvederm. Get all that shit. You need an oil-free mascara. Has to be oil-free. Has Those lashes will be... fall off within a week and a half of that owning them. And on top of it, whether it's dry or oily skin, you guys, we live in a dry area. The oil will disintegrate, and then that shit will be running down your face. What's the point? Oil-free for Nevada. You need a tinted moisturizer. And on top of that, Aquaphor. If you are getting lip fillers, because that's a huge thing in our area right now and around the world, I'm sure. Aquaphor. You have to be moisturizing your lips Mm -hmm. and balancing your face. If you do not have even texture, all of the shit you're doing to look better makes you look worse. It's for not. I love you. It's... (laughs) It is for not. It makes absolutely no sense. All right. One more time. One more time for the listeners. Tinted moisturizer, aquaphor, and an oil-free mascara. You're welcome. Welcome to 2020. Hate Journals loves you. Just a little bit of rouge. I can't because I was literally going through. It was almost bronzer, but nay, they don't know how to use it. Okay, you're right. You know what? You're right. We're starting off small. We're starting off small. These are just some of the things that in 2020. Even out that texture. You've got to even out the texture. Have to. Coloring balance is huge. You have to wear bottom mascara. Also, if you are wearing your hair up and I can see your ears and you put on foundation. You have to put foundation on your ears. People really don't Do not know understand that. that. I, heard, I said that the other day, and someone said to me, what? And I said, I'm sorry. Do you stop at your ears? Do you just do a hard line, and then when you put your hair back, you look wild? Oh, so you're the bitch that I see in the store 
Then I want to go up and rub your face. When I do brides makeups and I makeups <laughs> and I do some makeups. When you do some makeups, um, I and I do their ears. It blows, blows their minds, blows their minds. And I can tell in that moment they're like every dollar spent was worth it. Yep, and a good <laughs> and, a, and a good setting powder. I cannot stress that enough. I'm not even going to get that into you guys. Go to my business webpage. If you know, you need go to the webpage. To- You're right. Nope. So those are the things that in 2019 we're going to put in a box. I'm sure there's some other things. And then there's some things we're driving forgetting. forward. We, I, some things I'm not even going to talk about anymore. I mean, I probably will. But, I mean, I'm not going to put them in this box tonight. But just know, if you're out there and you have really big lashes, I want you to go back next time. Have them just dumb it down a little, just a little, and see how much of a difference it makes. Because the whole point of lashes is to accentuate what you already have, not to make it look like you are literally going to fly away. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week on the sure Hate Journals. Is. Thank you guys again. Um, we are so excited to go into 2020. It has been a real wild 2019, but we always appreciate you guys uh, supporting us per usual. Mm-hmm. You know our website, thehatejournals.com. Of course, you can find us on any podcast medium. Um, Instagram is the Hate Journals, and Twitter is Hate Journals. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.